Good morning, everyone. It's time for us to get started with the morning service. Do appreciate each and every one of you coming and making it here this morning. Good seeing Jane with us. It's also good seeing Chaz. Chaz. Uh, we have uh, um, several times I had noticed him out there at the uh, at the um, the lodge, and I. I don't know why, but I just always asked about jazz and all. And so we're so glad to have him here this morning in service with us. All right, we're going to start with the, um, the children's, and we're going to turn it over to Miss uh, Sister Rebecca for their part. Spirit. All right. Driven. 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 Driven by the Spirit. 
And led by the Spirit. Okay. All right. I was wondering if he was preaching on demonic spirits or something. Bam. But anyway, all right. I, I understand. That's good. Brother Robert, uh, continuing his series on um, men and uh, marriage. Uh, did really good this morning. Uh, talked out about how we are created in the likeness and in the image of God. And uh, really and truly, there's so many things that can be covered under that. Uh, But I thought Brother Robert did an excellent job this morning. We're going to get right on in and see what God's got for us. I tell you what, the Lord's been good to us. I know we've got several folks that are out of town or and some that are sick. But uh, you know what? We've got more than two or three. And so, if you've come to worship the Lord, amen, He's here with us. And so, I've come to worship the Lord, and I'm looking forward to what He's got for us. So, uh, we're going to come to you this morning first for the um, morning tithe and offering, and do appreciate. I don't know if y'all noticed, but since uh, things have opened up, it seems like we, we're not running quite as many people. Yeah. You notice that? Huh? And so that's the way things go in America and in a lot of people's lives. Is when they're under pressure and in a hard time, they're seeking the Lord. But then when things get easier, it's like, well, I can just go back to normal. Right. Folks, when we meet Christ... We can never go back to normal. Amen. We're to be different. Set apart. Serving the Lord and Savior. So, Brother Otis, if you would come and receive our offering for us this morning. Teresa will be getting us a song. I want to read a scripture. Sure. (laughs) We understand that this book, Brother Jeff, was written by inspired men of the Holy Ghost. No president. No earthly king wrote this. Right. Inspired men. And this is something you asked me to take up the offering. This right here, it catches my attention. The sixth chapter of St. Luke in the 38th verse. He said, now this is the Lord talking. We understand the, the red letter edition yeah. and the words of Jesus. I like that. Yeah. He's, and nobody can change it. No, sir. He said, Give, and it shall be given Give unto right. you. Good measure, pressed down, right. shaken together, and running over, shall men give into your bosom. Yes. For with the same measure that ye meet, it shall be measured to you again. Yes. If a lot of people had a heart to give, Brother Jeff, I don't, I don't know if they would be in the condition that they are financially, really, right. according to this right here. Yes, but, you know, not only the fi- that with their finances, but the other things. All, right. Rest assured, yes, right. all the good things that we have and enjoy, right. it's not from the devil. No, he won't give you nothing right. but a hard time. That's right. All yes. the good things oh. we enjoy comes from God. Yes. Very good. Yes. Thank the Lord. Do you want to pray? No. Oh, I, well, I was just going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 sure. I, I've, uh, I've, uh, I've been having a rough time here lately. I, I kept telling everybody, like, I need
Yesterday when my truck uh, had its issues, I literally was sitting in the truck, and I think I was telling Brother Robert this last night, I uh, went to go turn it on, and the first thing that I said was like, Lord, don't you think I'm dealing with enough right now? Like, like why add more to this? You know, and that, that's how we get sometimes. We get, we get down and we beat on ourselves, and then we try to blame somebody, and who else is there to blame but the man? Yes. Well, that's not always the case, you know. Our, our circumstance can't necessarily, just because he allowed it, didn't mean he did it to you. Right. And that's, 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 I don't know why, but that was my mentality change this morning. I, I don't know why, but I've, yes. I've been really down. Yeah. yeah. Really, like, unmotivated. Right. Really, like, weighted. And this morning, I couldn't tell you why. It just, it's gone. I'm happy. Thank the Lord. testify about a certain thing. Woo. Um, Wednesday, I, 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 uh, after I, I was preaching, and um, God gave me a dream about heaven. So as those of you know who was here, they, they heard the sermon, and, and uh, a certain woman was in my dream. And when I was at my desk praying about this um, sermon, um, I, I didn't want to put such person in the dream because I didn't think she she just I was just like she's not gonna like it and I'm sorry I'm gonna spoil some of her testimony but she'll be okay um, so I, w- I was thinking and, and the Lord was just saying no put this in the dream or put this in the sermon this is what you got to preach about so um, so I remember I was sitting there and it's, it's Bridget's mother I don't know if you know it Bridget's mother Kathy you know, everybody knows her right yeah. so um, so a- a- and I got done with my sermon I went home and me and Bridget's laying in bed, and I don't know if, if any of you have ever preached before, but most of the time after I get done, the devil's just kind of beating up on me about it and, uh, and other things. But So I get a phone call at 12.37, and it's Kathy. And I said, I'm not answering this. She's about to chew me out. I was like, not going to answer it. And then about 12.38, the Lord told me to, to go call her back. So I was like, man. So I went out, and uh, I went out to the, um, to the porch so I didn't wake the house up as I was getting chewed out. And uh, I called her back, and she was when she answered the phone, she was just like bawling her eyes out. Like I couldn't even understand hardly what she said. But this is what the words that she spoke to me. She said, "I just prayed through to old Tommy salvation." Bridget, Bridget's mother. Everybody knows her. She said, "I said what?" 
She said, and she said it again. I said, you got to hold up. I ran through this almost um, uh, 1 o'clock in the morning at this point. I ran through the house yelling for Bridget. Bridget, your mom! And she's thinking something's bad happened because she's in the hospital. Yeah. Bridget, your mom! She's like, what? I was like, Bridget, tell her what you just, or Kathy, tell her what you just said. And she said it again. She said it. The more times she said it, the more, the more times I just got super excited. Yeah. She said, I just prayed through to old time and salvation. And then, um, and then by that point, all the boys were in there and they were all sitting in the bed. Yeah. And we were just so excited. I was just pacing back and forth. I was like, wow, I cannot believe she just said that. Like, I've known her for 17 years and it, it is real. I mean, she's yeah. dead serious. She wouldn't say it if she wasn't. But Kathy Smith, British mother, prayed through the whole time in salvation. And I wish she was here to tell it. She's, uh, she's, she's still in the hospital right now. I wish she was here to tell it because she has, I talked to her for two hours um, the other day. She's got a wonderful story to tell everybody when she gets back. A wonderful testimony of what actually happened in that hospital bed. And she, uh, she said that she was just in there. And she was all by herself. She was alone. She had her hands raised. She was worshiping God, just begging, would you take me back? Would you take me back? And she's got an amazing story to go with. I'm not going to tell that or spoil that. But it's just so amazing to know that God is still right, saving. Like, we don't... We say saving people, right? We know a lot of people who say, oh, yeah, I'm saved. But then they're continuing doing the exact same life that they used to live. There's no change, right? But we here believe, and we know that the Bible teaches that when you get saved, right? When you're covered by that blood, that holy, precious blood of Jesus, you will be different. You're going to be changed. You won't be that same person no more. You're going to be changed. You're going to be different, right? That's what happens. So, and we know, we know that because when I spoke to her, she was a different person. She was changed. Like after 17 years of conversations I've had with her, she, I just talked to her in the hospital, laid up, not know what's going to happen. And to me, she looks great. I'm thinking she looks amazing for what's going on. Just completely changed, completely different. And if you've prayed and you've prayed, but there's no change that has come, I suggest that you've got to keep praying, right? Until you pray through, like Kathy Smith said, to old timey salvation, right? Whereas I had PTSD at one, and you can fill in the blank, right? We've all been there, right? PTSD at one time, such bad um, depression at one time, such bad anxiety at one time, right? Meth addictions. But when I prayed through, right, it was all gone. I became a new person. The old things pass away. All things become new. You become a new creature in Christ. When you actually, you listen, y'all, when you actually pray through, you will be different. Don't stop praying until you are different. Don't just pray through until you feel better, right? Pray through until you're different. Now, Kathy Smith is, I believe, with everything i got right now, she's a saved person. That, that doctor came in and she said, hey, I got your, your nicotine patch because uh, I'm going to say it. I don't even care. I got your nicotine patch right because we know you smoke and she said i don't need it <laughs> i don't need it right she's different she's changed she's saved praise god right? it could be it could be your mother it could be your father right it could be your children it could be you here today so as we sing right i forgot what we're singing but as we sing right you know when todd belcher speaks he's going to say something about worshiping god right because that's what we need to be doing imagine after she got saved what all of heaven was doing worshiping right rejoicing right i believe they're still doing it right i don't believe they're going to stop doing it until all of us get there to who's going so today in the service Man, let's get in and worship God. Let's thank God for all He's done for us. Yeah. Let's thank God for the great salvation. Yeah. 
Bridget's mother has received, right? She got a new mama. Maybe you can get a new mama. Maybe we got a new sister in Christ. Maybe you can get a new daughter, right? Let's pray. Let's worship God with everything we've got. I know I say it all the time, but we don't ever really give everything we've got. If we gave everything we got, this church would be flipped upside down. So let's do that here, this service, because of what God has done for us. Going along with what Brother Todd said, and he, I mean, he told it straight. Yesterday, the doctor came in and he looked at her and says, Kathy, I need to send you home with some patches. Brother Steve, she said, I don't need them. Yeah, amen. And she's been smoking for 30 some odd years. Yeah. And he looked at her, she said, I don't need them. Yeah. I don't amen. need them.
there's to be a a uh, a divide. I was. I am now. I was this. I am now this. And the only thing that can make that difference is Jesus Christ. And so uh, I appreciate the good spirit we feel here this morning. But I do feel to uh, also bring forth the word here. I think it's important. Uh, it's good having Sister Peggy back. Hadn't had her back in a couple weeks, but we're glad she's back. Glad she's feeling better. We're glad having Liz. Is that right? Huh, Lizzie, Lizzie, and um, oh yeah, Brooklyn. Right. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we're we're glad to have all of them. Glad to have you this morning. But most of all, I'm glad to feel the presence of the Holy Ghost. You know, uh, there are times you may not feel the Lord like you would like to. But he's there. Okay? But oh, I'm going to tell you what, when you do feel the presence of the Lord, woo, that's even better. Amen. It's more special than uh, just walking by faith. And so I appreciate the Lord for that. Have your Bibles, turn with me to Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2. And uh like to uh, bring forth this word here this morning. I've been working on something. You ask my wife. I've been working on something for days. And uh, this is a little part of what I was working on. But I just felt this was the direction we need to go. And uh, I feel like the Spirit is heading us in that same direction. So here, uh, those of you who are able and can will stand with us as we read our text this morning. Got a little bit of reading to do, but it's not a whole lot. And so Ephesians chapter 2, starting in verse 11. Wherefore remember that ye being in time past Gentiles in the flesh, who were called uncircumcised by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands, that at that time ye were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were afar off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. For He is our peace, uh, who hath made both one and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us, having abolished in His flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, for to make in Himself of twain one new man, so making peace, and that He might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby." And came and preached peace to you, which were afar off, to them that are nigh. For through him we both have access by one Spirit unto the Father. Now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens 
with the saints and the household of God and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom all the building fit, fitly framed together groweth unto a holy temple in the Lord, in whom ye also are builded together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. Let's bow our heads. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank You. We thank You for the writings, O God, that You inspired. As my father-in-law said earlier, Lord, You inspired and told different ones through the years, write this. And they wrote what you told them to write. And I thank you, Lord, that some uh, 2,000, some 3,000 years ago, these words were penned for my edification and for my strength and for my salvation and for all of those who are here. Come by, Lord. Help us here this morning. I pray, Lord, that the Holy Ghost, which was present earlier, Lord, would deal with our hearts and help us to examine that place where we are in. And help us as the same author here, Lord, wrote, as your Paul wrote, and uh, said, asking for us to examine ourselves whether or not we're in the faith. Help us, dear Lord, if we find ourselves not in the faith, not to cover it up, but to make it right and to get in the faith. And Lord, those of us who are in the faith to double check and make sure we're where we're supposed to be. And those, Lord, who are outside, that they too may be drawn nigh this morning. Come by and anoint these feeble lips of clay, Lord. You know that I can do nothing without you. We need your anointing here this day. Come by, touch hearts and lives. Change them, Lord, I pray. In your blessed and holy and righteous and wonderful name, that name of Jesus. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. For wherefore remember that ye being when in time past, Gentiles, Gentiles, those people who were not, uh, this was a term, and actually it's a loosely used term. And only in the Scriptures can you really get the right definition about Gentiles because that word Gentile there really means ethnos. Your ethnicity. Who you are raised around. The culture that you're around. And so it really includes everybody on the earth. But here specifically, it's talking about those who are outside of the tribe of Christ. Hello? Outside of the tribe of Jesus. Outside of the kingdom of God. Outside of the citizenship of heaven. It's talking about when it talks about you. That's who it's talking about. Huh? And so here in these scriptures, we see that Paul is telling us, remember when? Do you remember when you were a slave in Egypt? Bound by sin, 
bound by uh, demonic forces, bound by things that you had no control over, that desire for another drink, a desire for another cigarette, a desire for another hit of uh, drugs, another desire to, to be in a, an exciting but yet outside the bonds of marriage relationship. Huh? Come on now. Bound by these things. Outside of the tribe of Christ. And so here in these scriptures, he is saying in time past, Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcised by that which is called circumcision in the flesh made by hands. Now that's not really something encouraging what he's saying. And now the Jews are calling you uncircumcised. Huh? The Jews are saying you've got to be circumcised of the flesh, but Paul's not saying we've got to be circumcised. Jesus is not saying that. And so he's talking about these two things of what we were before. And that at uh, that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth. I don't know about you. Have you ever felt like an outsider? I hate feeling like an outsider. Unfortunately, in most places in this world, that's what I feel like, an outsider. I feel like, you know, they look at me like, where did you come from? I get comments all the time. Isn't it hot in them long sleeves? It's not when you get used to them. Huh? You ever notice that over in the desert, they're always wearing long sleeve and long robes, huh? Uh, but here in America, well, anyway. <laughs> so, being without Christ, man, think about it. Being without Jesus, being without the hope of a better day. Being without hope of a better life. Being without hope of ever getting out of the dreaded place that you're living in now. Without the hope of being able to get out of that depression. Without hope of being able to get beyond Some of y'all don't realize, but it's the memories. That's the hard part. It's the memories of your rejection of Christ. To get beyond hope of that depression, of the stupid mistakes, and I'm not saying it toward you, I'm saying it toward me, stupid mistakes we make in life. The dumb mistakes. The dumbest mistakes that, that hinder us and hurt us and wound us and keep us down. And the uh, devil always, every time you feel like you're coming up a little bit, the devil just needles those little soft spots in your life. One more time! I'm talking about being without Christ. Yes. <clears throat> and being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel. Now this is not talking about that country 
that is called Israel right now. Okay? Don't get upset with me. Don't fall out with me. That's not the commonwealth of Israel. The commonwealth of Israel here is talking about uh, being part of the citizenship of heaven. Being saved. The promises. Amen. And that little piece of land right over there, uh, I, I'm going to tell you something, folks. That, that's, not, that's not what God's calling for Israel. God's calling for Israel to be that place where Jesus is the king and he is the ruler. And everything will be made right. The commonwealth. To be a citizen. I'm sorry, folks. Most of you living today is not what it used to be to be an American citizen overseas. It used to be when you went overseas and they said, you American? Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. And it was just like, I've had people give me money because I had already exchanged all of my, my foreign currency, currency out and I was needing to pay. In China, they, they tax you all the way till you get on your seat a lot of times. And that last little tax, and I forgot to do it. Some stranger stepped up and said, here, let, I'll pay it for you. Huh? That's part of the citizenship of Christ. Amen. It used to be in America, you were highly respected. Now, some countries you are, but a lot of countries you're not. To be part of that commonwealth of the Lord's kingdom. Amen. And it said, and strangers from the covenants of the promise. Huh? Some of you really haven't gotten it yet. You just don't understand what it means to be a Christian. To be a Christian, yeah, it does mean a change from being a sinner. I'm sorry, from being a sinner to a saint. Amen. I'm trying to keep these right so I don't confuse you later on. But anyway, being from a sinner to a saint, from being a child of God, child of God. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. Forgive me, it's been one of them weeks. But now, we're strangers of the covenant. A covenant, an agreement. More than the agreement that you make whenever you rent a car, which can be pretty rough. More than an agreement when you buy a car, hello, which means if you don't pay for it, they come get it, and anything they can't sell it for, you got to pay the difference. Even more than the agreement for a house, you notice I didn't put marriage in there because that agreement's been tore up in America. But for a house, I'd have to say, Father, you got more legal. Never mind. For a house, well, they're going to get you, and sometimes it almost thinks they're going to come and get your firstborn, too. Huh? But these, this agreement that can only be broken by death. Hello? You know what it really means for you to break the covenant of salvation? It means you have to die to Christ. Amen. Hello? But when we become 
come into this agreement with Christ, become part of this covenant with Christ. It's the strongest marriage uh, covenant, strongest marriage contract that can be. Woo! Greater! Greater than the agreement between Bezos and Bezos. Huh? When he... Boy, that was dumb. That was dumb. He went from being the richest man in the world to his wife being the second richest woman in the world. No, she was the richest woman in the world, but the second richest... Dumb. Huh? It's stronger than that agreement. It's stronger than any agreement. Because the Lord wants it to be permanent. Unshakable. Unmovable. Always abounding. And so this covenant, uh, this this, uh, strangers from the covenant of the promise. Did you know that He promised us that He will keep us to the end? To keep us. To protect us. Hello? To guard us. Under that protection, that means to feed us. Hello? And this is a hard one, folks. It's been hard for me throughout the years. He'll even pay my bills. Hello? Not if I'm being lazy and not doing nothing. But if I'm doing the work of His, He'll pay my bills. He'll take care. You know, that's just flabbergasted. Huh? He'll keep our strength. I've been sick all week. I feel better now this morning than I felt all week long. (laughs) Woo! Thank the Lord. Amen. Amen. He'll give us the strength to do His job. To do His work. To do what He wants us to do. That's part of the agreement. That marriage covenant He's made with us. The church is the bride of Christ. Amen. And all the benefits of it. And all the the covenants. And all the things He's promised us. And we don't even take them into account. Did you know... He will deliver us from every temptation. I'm sorry, folks. I got stuck on this part. (laughs) What? We do not have to sin. We do not have to go the other way. We do not have to backslide. Amen. He said for every temptation... He would make a way of escape that we be able to bear it. Hallelujah. Amen. He'll make for every temptation that comes, He'll make a way of escape. I don't know about you, but I hit myself over the head a lot of times. Boom, boom. You say, Brother Jeff, why do you do that? Because I didn't look for the escape. Hello? He made a way of escape. I didn't look for it. He makes a way of escape. Amen. And so we are able 
by His blood and by His Spirit and by this covenant and by these promises that He's made with us. Amen. That we can overcome all things. All things. I'm not scared of the Antichrist. I'm not scared of the demonic forces. Hello? I'm not scared of... I can't even remember those names. Those certain names they... You know, they made these horror movies out of, you know. I'm not scared of those things. You know why? Huh? Oh, I thought he was giving me one. There's Johnny. Sorry. I'm not scared. The only person, only thing that I scare, uh, fear is him. But it is not the type of fear that I run away from him. It is the type of fear that... I love him. I respect him. I'm going to do what he's asked me to do. Amen. I'm going to run to him. That's the type of respect, amen, and fear that I have of the Lord. Because he doesn't want us to run from him. He wants us to run into his arms. And so uh, we were aliens. We were uh, strangers from all of this. We were afar off. We were out in the midst and sometimes didn't even hardly know where we were at. And it was just always amazing to me when I was out doing the worst things that seemed like the remembrance of the Lord would come by. It would come by and remind me of these promises. But I love this verse. But now, not after you die. Hello? But now, in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were afar off are made nigh. Right here. Up close. A tight hug. Amen. You are made nigh by the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. For He is our peace. The peace that passeth all understanding. The peace that will keep you when the plane is going down. The peace that will keep you, amen, whenever the ship is taken on water. The peace, amen, that whenever you're afloat out somewhere in the ocean, that there's going to be hope there, amen, for you. The hope and the peace that comes through Him, amen, that peace, whenever you're told you have some kind of dreaded disease. That peace that will come to you when it seems like all your life is just falling apart. The peace. He is our peace. Used to be a bumper sticker, snicker uh, years ago. It said N O peace, K N O W peace. Huh? If you don't have peace, then get to know Jesus, who is our peace. Amen. And so He is our peace. Peace, who hath made both one, uh, 
one and had broken down that middle wall of partition between us. Yeah. I'm going to tell you folks, when that wall was up, the Lord only saved, can you imagine this throughout the course of history, He only saved and worked through those whom He would. But He's broken that wall of petition. He's broken that wall to where now we have access and now it's to whosoever will. Amen. Will you? Will you give your heart and your life to Jesus? Amen. Will you give your mind and your heart and all that you want to do in life to Him? Will you turn yourself over to Him? I like it that it uses that word will. Because that's where we most of the time have a problem in our will. Will you or will you not? Will you or will you not? Will you serve Jesus? Everybody says, yes. Will you put away your sin? Yes. That's sin. Oh, wait a minute now. Come on. Wait a minute now. Will you? Will you? I got to hurry. I got to hurry. I'm so sorry. Having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law, the commandments, and ordinances, for to make in himself of twain one new man, so having peace. What is the enmity that's within us. The seed of sin. The Adamic sin. The sin that uh, started when Adam, knowing he was deceived. Adam knowing not to eat the fruit. And he willfully ate the fruit because of Eve. Men will do a lot of stupid things. For their woman. And that's the way God designed it. That's the way God designed it. So, here, he, He's done all this work right there. Jesus. He came in the flesh. Yes. I want to tell you something now. Don't get hooked up or, or start believing that Jesus is a created being. Because yeah. right. He's not. Right. Neither is Jesus a marriage between Mary and God. No. Because if Jesus had a single molecule of Mary... In him, listen to me, people, that would have had sin in. But Jesus is sinless. Luke, the physician, called him that thing. That thing that shall be born. Not knowing how to explain 
And I don't know how to explain how God came down, amen, and, uh, into the into the Mary's womb and was born. I can't tell you how, but it was God who came and was born of a virgin. And so here that one thing that walked like man, but he talked like us. He, uh, he, uh, you know, no, I guess he didn't. But anyway, he got hungry. He got thirsty. He sweated. Uh, he, you know, he needed time off, vacation. That's one of the things I love. Huh? Come on. He came down and walked among us. You know what he was proving to us? That sin is not derived from this. Hello? This, I'm off on a tangent. This is just the working and the manipulation of this. Hello? The mind. The spirit. The location of the will of man. And Jesus came to prove to us that this doesn't have control over this. This has control over this. The mind is able to control the flesh. And only a sanctified, set-apart mind can control that flesh. Only one that's been baptized in the blood of Jesus Christ has been separated, amen, and has uh, the Lord living in your mind at this time. Do you know the Lord? Well, we talked about that already. He can keep us from sin. I'm sorry, I'm off on a tangent. But still, we need to recognize He came and proved it. You know why? He lived 33 and a half years and never sinned. Well, but what if? That's what you need to know. There is no what if. He's God. He's Jesus. Amen. He came to prove to us that He made Adam perfect. Adam did not have to sin. Adam chose to sin. And so He came and put aside that, all of that for us. And... uh. <coughs> And through Him, we now have access by one Spirit unto the Father. What is that Spirit? The Holy Ghost. The Spirit of Truth. Hello? The Holy Spirit. The Spirit of Christ. It's all the same name for the same part of God. Hello. Romans says that if you have not the Spirit of Christ, you are none of His. You've got to have Him in you. Working through you. Helping you. Helping your mind. Oh, if we could just turn over our minds unto Christ. And it's not a hard thing. It's not a hard thing. 17 years. It's been longer than that. It's been longer than that. You know, people 
They make things out to be hard when they're easy. Huh? Trying to find something that won't break. How hard is it to let go of sin? How hard is it? Listen to me now. How hard is it? It's as hard as... You've got to drop it. Brother, uh, anyway, from Falk, Arkansas, he was, huh? No, the other one now. Brother Shoecraft. Brother Shoecraft was preaching in uh, North Alabama, and he, uh, he had this one guy hold on to this rope, and that rope represented sin. Hello? And then he got on there as the devil pulling the boy around. Hold on now, hold on. Huh? And he started talking about all the sins that were there. All the sins people struggle with. And oh, 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 I just can't do it. Hello? I just can't quit. Huh? Brother Shukrat said, said, you know, to get saved, all you got to do is let go of the rope. And that boy let go of that rope. You understand what I'm saying? Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Amen. Jesus can deliver us from all our sins. He can change us. Amen. And when we start now, Brother Jeff had to get reprogrammed on some things. I had to pray, Lord, help me to hate sin like you hate it. I don't want to do that anymore, Lord. And God's able to. Teresa, come. Here's another. Verse 13 said, but now. Verse 19 says, now. When we have let go of sin... And we have been made nigh unto Jesus through the blood that He shed upon Calvary. Amen. Then now, therefore, we are no more strangers or uh, or foreigners, but now fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God. Do you know what that means? If there's a promise in the Bible... It's my promise. And it's your promise. Woo! Hallelujah. He is well able. Amen. And so we are no longer foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and the household of God. There was a movement running for many, many years now. I don't even think they're around anymore. But I like that old saying, part of the family of God. Are you part of the family? Yes. Yes, God. I met part of the family in China, in Israel, in Egypt, in Jordan. Uh, I met them at airports. Hello, all over the place. I've met them all across this country, and none of them had a big sign on there that said, "I'm a Christian." 
But their spirit bore witness with my spirit that they were a child of God. Part of the family. Hey, we cousins. Uh, I won't bring that. I won't bring that up. Just a few more verses here. There's a lot of advantages to using these digital Bibles. Once you learn how to do your searches in them, they're wonderful. And one of them that I I picked up on years ago was shall be saved. Doesn't say might be saved. says shall be saved. And so Matthew 24 and 13 says, but he that shall endure unto the end the same shall be saved. You got to endure. Matthew 24 and 22, And except those days should be shortened, there shall no flesh be saved. So the first one, enduring, that's your part. That's your part. Is there an excuse for blowing your top? No. Is there an excuse for letting out a curse word? No. Is there an excuse for becoming violent? Or stepping out on your husband or wife? Or cheating or gambling? No, 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 no. Is there an excuse for looking at pornography? No. We've got to endure. That's our part. The Lord's part is, except those days should be shortened. Have you ever wondered how the days get so short? The Lord shortened our days. And then... There's this last one. Well, there's two more. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Brother Jeff, should I be baptized? Oh, yes. I've been baptized one time before. Good. You've been holding on since then? Well, no. You need to do your first works over again. He that believeth. What do we have to believe? We have to believe that Jesus is the Son of God. And He came and died for our sins. We've got to believe that He died on this cross, was buried in the grave for three days, not swooned, but buried, dead, dead, wrapped up, dead for three days. But on that third day, He arose. Said then, and baptized shall be saved. 
This last one is important. Because Jesus said these. All of these are what Jesus said. Jesus said, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he, she, mankind shall be saved. And shall go in and out and find pasture. We've got to go in through Jesus. Jesus alone. I can't save you. Brother Todd can't save you. Some bishop can't save you. Huh? A church can't save you. Praying Hail Mary won't save you. Getting a priest to pray over you won't save you. You got to go in through Jesus. Let's stand all across the house. We've got to be able, must come in through Jesus. Asking Jesus, Jesus, will you forgive me? Jesus, will you heal me? Jesus, will you perfect me? Jesus! Tell you he'll do it. Yeah. You have to be honest. Got to get this will set in the right direction. It's not this that's holding you back. Listen to me. It's your will in your heart. Amen. Let's bow our heads. Dear Lord Jesus, I've tried to preach to you what you laid on my heart. I thought it was strange at first. But Lord, you know best. And you always know what's just right. Lord, there are some that have started turning toward you. And Lord, we're praying that they make a complete turn to you. They'll not be satisfied, and neither will you, till they do. Help them this morning to listen to the words and to apply their will, their desire, their heart, their longing for you, Lord. Save souls right now. And Lord, those who are on shaky ground, those who have allowed the devil to get them even doubting who they are, help them to reestablish. Help them to one more time believe your word and to live by it. there someone here this morning that you're not part of the commonwealth of Israel your citizenship you traded it for some broth or a little bread or a little fun or a little rest but you want it back 
tell you something. I appreciate the Lord. To all of those who've traded their citizenship to heaven, He'll give it back. You just got to come back and ask Him. You got to do like your first works over again. He'll take you back. He'll make you more than you ever were before. You just got to want it. Don't you want to be in a place where even though you're shaken, you know you can make it through? Because He's done it for you in the past and you know He'll do it for you now. Bill, come and pray. On my left hand, your right hand, the ladies pray. On my right hand, your left hand, the men pray. Who'll come and pray? Say, Lord, I want to be part. I need this, Lord. I need you to save me. Heal me. Heal my broken heart. Change my will. Who'll come? Who'll come and pray? I'm going to invite everyone that can come. If you can, if you're not able, make a place where you are. But I'm going to tell you there's something special about praying down here. Something special about kneeling before the Lord. Let's pray. Let's seek Him right now.
You know, um, a lot of times the devil teaches us things and we don't unlearn them. I don't know why, but I just had the, the thought about whatever that sin pleasure you get doing that sin, you have to realize it's not pleasure. And really and truly, once you ever taste of the fullness of the Spirit of Christ, there's nothing any better. Nothing any better. Anywhere, anytime. Than having His Spirit. That's what we need. That's what we need. All hearts clear? It's been over four years since I've had a cigarette. Thank the Lord. And, and when the Lord dealt with me, He done, he done me a little bit differently than He did Kevin. See, when I started, Brandon uh, was here. He asked me, he said, you ever thought about quitting? I said, yeah, but it's not that easy. Yeah. It, was, it was one of those things you just couldn't throw it down like you wanted to. Not without help. I mean, all things fuck with Christ, but I didn't have Christ then. Yeah. And so uh, he says, Brandon. I did. I said, okay, Lord, you want me to quit up there? You have to quit. And I, and I didn't see the results. So, uh, one night we were doing a prayer service here, and uh, and Brandon and Tammy and I think Corey and uh, Sam was here, and I think I can't remember if Todd and them just started or what. And uh, and I got them together, and we prayed together, and uh, and and as we was praying, I prayed, and I said, Lord. If it's your will for me to quit, I pray that you deliver me. And on the day that you deliver me, you make them taste like rat poison. Now, that's a harsh prayer. Yeah. Pray that. <laughs> Nobody wants to pray that. But that let me know that the day that he was dealing with me, he was dealing with me. Yeah. And I hadn't seen the results for three months. But one morning, I was on my way to work, and I just picked up a pack of cigarettes, brand new pack on the way, and I had a half a pack, and I've been smoking Got Got to work. Now from, from Springfield to where we were cutting grass at was probably from, just from uh, Springfield to Clyde. Yeah. And so just a little short distance there, I didn't have no cigarette. And when I got there, I picked up a cigarette and it tastes just like rat poison. I ain't had a cigarette since. Yeah, thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Lord. He can do it. And I didn't have no patches. That's right. That's right. God's able to do it. Amen. Amen. All right. All right. Brother Jeff, um, I want to give a, a praise report too. You know, about a month and a half ago, we request a prayer for my nephew. Uh, he's having some you know, health issues. They he thought he was contemplating suicide at age 15. Uh, and his mom and dad separated. This is Larry's oldest boy, one of my stepbrothers. And I, I request prayer for her. She prayed at the fellowship meeting we was at. And we received. Um, uh, Information this week from mom and them that they've been separated one this is their seventh year. She moved back in in two weeks of praying. Well, I don't know, but that, that to me is a miracle. That's a miracle. We, we appreciate the Lord for that and everybody's prayer. Thank you. So good having Lizzie and Jazz and Brooklyn and all the rest of you. I hate the Lord. All right. Don't forget, uh, 5 o'clock this evening is evening prayer. Uh, 6 o'clock is evening service. Everyone that can, come back again tonight. Amen. You're dismissed.